We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexa Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, share lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. YWLS, and I'm so excited. We're so excited for today's guest, Diana Muller, founder of the DC Project, competition shooter, and really all around badass woman, I have to say. Welcome, Di. We love having you. We love you in general. Yes. This is like, I love catching up with you, especially at this event. I didn't get to go to the NRA convention, so I missed you there, but I'm glad that. We all just get well, to have little reunions here. I know. Yes. It really is kind of a family. You know, I love the conservative movement. I love the three-gun family. I love my shooting sports family. And I really spend a lot more time with those people, you know, sometimes yeah. than my own family, my real family. Sure. But uh, that I'm not close to, that I'm not physically close to. So, yeah, it's uh, great seeing you guys. Well, absolutely. So we, we've got Di on the show today because we are here specifically to start debunking some of the anti-gun myths uh, that are that are going around obviously we are living in a very pivotal time within our country we know what's going on we are seeing unfortunately mass shooting after mass Mm -hmm. shooting and when that happens it without fail will will instantly become about Banning guns right. and, and gun, control. Have to gun do. control measures, and so doing something. Yes. You have to do something. Right. Yes, do something. Like we're not doing right. something. Right. Well, do something other than like the practical things that right. we could right. actually be doing. Because they only look at they only, it, it's all it's all very um, one sided and narrow focused sure. on when something happens, and it's always about the gun. They never want to look at all the other things that come into play to kind of help that situation or how to prevent that situation. Yep. Absolutely, that's the problem with. Uh, that's why we keep going. Head, but we don't get anything done. Right. We don't mm-hmm. get anything done. I don't think anyone, and especially like in the Second <clears throat> Amendment community, I haven't heard anyone in there out there saying like, "Okay, yes, this is a problem." Yeah. I mean, like none of us are are blind to the fact we're cheering or right. no. Accepting of it. This is totally unacceptable behavior, and we want to actually stop it. One of, one of the big misconceptions of gun control is that I feel like they keep trying to impose laws that are going to control other people. Like, I'm trying to control your actions as opposed to controlling my actions. I can control me. I can be prepared. I can carry a gun. I can carry a knife. I can be more situationally aware. There are things that you can do even if you don't want to carry a gun to be more safe. But we have, you know, all the attention and the spotlight goes on trying to control other people's actions. And it's just not a safe bet. Well, of course not. And so that's why I think there's a lot of confusion. That's why you're here today, because we're going to start breaking down some of the most common things that we're hearing right now in the media. Um, there were, what, six new bills proposed yesterday? Right. What, there, there so have walk been, us through that. There have been bills that are sitting there, um, you know, in, in the queue, and they took six of them and put them into one yesterday, came in for an emergency markup basically debating what what they want. There were Republicans, there were Democrats. And uh, I watched a lot of it yesterday. And um, it's just horrendous, the amount of rhetoric and hate that they have, that the Democrats have. 
They, so what's in the bill? They like, said, what do they want to do? Well, yeah, okay. So it's, um, I know there's safe storage laws. There's all of the, the usual suspects, the red flag laws. Um, I will. Background checks, I let's assume. Let's see if I can see my list. Yeah, I think this is really important for us to actually know what is being proposed. And then let's talk through each one of them and why we know that they're not going to work. Uh, ghost guns. Okay. Um, yeah. Ethan's law was a safe storage law. Um, and it's all packaged in this thing called uh, protecting our kids. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how but, it but then, you know, you if you remember this past week, uh, since the tragedy in Uvalde, um, the press secretary went on and said that the Biden administration is not interested in hardening schools, hardening the, them as targets, like actually said the words. And it's so disgusting that they're in disingenuous and really wanting to solve the problem. Yep. They know exactly how to solve the problem because they did it for themselves. Mm -hmm. You saw it after January 6th. They built a wall. They built mm -hmm. two walls. Yep. And they put guns everywhere. Right. Immediately. And that's very similar to what you had said mm -hmm. on, on social uh, last week about 9-11. When they want to get something done, they're going to get something done. So after 9-11, look at how, how quickly those TSA checks and all those mm -hmm. rules came into place. Yep. How they, quickly we the, implemented it. The right. people who cry the loudest for gun control are the people who want this to be a political football and they do mm -hmm. not want to solve the problem. We've also got uh, bump stocks. I thought we already yeah, had I thought a that bump was stock uh, ban. Um, yeah. They want to do something more with bump stocks. Uh, so I don't understand. They probably I don't, don't understand. understand. That that's one. why they put it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's ban those bump stock things. You almost didn't raise the age. Raise the age. Yeah, that's they all, all firearms. Yeah. So handguns, yeah. long guns, raise the age to 21 is so what they're wanting to what, do. There's probably and background like, checks. Did you say background checks? I don't think background checks no, was but, on there. But my, my point being is that we have all of these um, gun control laws in certain cities, very liberal cities that have already enacted these laws. And it doesn't matter what they're asking for. They're just asking for more of the same. Mm -hmm. uh, they're ineffective. They don't work. And that's why we continue to see a problem, which then they turn around and blame the guns and they want more. And they're just really, it's, a, it's an agenda to disarm America. Um, and anybody who says otherwise is really being um, either disingenuous or just ignorant. So what about the, the people that think that's extreme? That, that, that's extreme. They're not really going after our guns. They're not really interested in, in keeping you from defending yourself or taking your firearm to go hunt. Why does so many of us that are Second Amendment advocates see it, see it mm -hmm. and, and keep trying to warn people that this is what's going to happen? I can't answer that. I mean, biblically, it says that, you know, in the last days, people will be blinded and um, I mean, I, I take solace in the fact that this world was not fair to Jesus Christ. This this government, the, his true. government mm -hmm. killed him. Yeah. So I, I can't expect this world is broken and fallen. And I'm going to do what I can to a witness for Christ and be witness for America and see witness for guns. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of my calling. So, you know, interesting that you say that because this has entered into the debate a lot how can you be a professing Christian and pro-gun? Yeah. How can you do it? How do you answer that? Because I love, I believe that I'm worth protecting. I believe you as a mother want to protect your children and there is evil in the world and I, it is up, it is up to good people to stop evil. Evil will prevail if good people do nothing.
So you are, you know, you are your own first responder and it can't be any more clear just, uh, you know, after the Uvalde thing, just a couple of days ago in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm a retired Tulsa police officer. Yeah. What, what just happened in so Tulsa? So a man was, um, in pain. He had had surgery. He went into his doctor's office, uh, in a med a huge medical building where I've had surgery, same building, not different doctor, but he went in with a specific, um, target of his doctor. He was going to kill his doctor and, um, and anybody who stood in his way. So he ends oh up, he ends up, uh, first call comes in for 911. The first officers arrive four minutes later and 39 seconds after the first officers arrive, um, it, the incident is completely over. He shot five people, including the doctor he was looking for. And then he sat down and killed himself. Oh my but gosh. that was 39 seconds after the first officer arrived on the scene. So uh, it breaks my heart to think that every time I go into that building, I see their sign. It says no guns allowed. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I carry, cause I'm just like, I'm either going to, you know, I'm going to play the cop card cause I have a retired cop card that actually allows me to carry in different places that most civilians can't and, or I'm just going to be a criminal. And that's what they, that's what your gun control laws do is they, they legislate us into criminals mm -hmm. instead of actually con controlling criminal behavior mm -hmm. and holding people accountable. Yeah. Right. Cause so, it's preventing us from being able to be responsible yeah. gun owners. Yeah. Well, I've never ourselves. seen a no guns allowed sign stop someone who actually has the evil intention of killing somebody no. that has absolutely never stopped anybody. No, so because they, any signs or any rules or any legal laws aren't is never going to prohibit somebody who is wanting to commit evil or commit no. crimes. And what it tells they them is, hey, well, all the law-abiding citizens are going to keep their guns at home. Easy targets. Yep. Easy Great. targets. Here we go. So and, I, I don't know why, what it's going to take for people to kind of click. And I think it has clicked for a lot of people. I mean, we saw over the pandemic and the riots and the looting, we saw a lot of people. We had 13 million first-time gun owners in the past two years. Mm -hmm. 13 million first-time gun owners. That's a lot of people eyes opening. So what we want to, what we, uh, the DC Project, Women for Gun Rights, you know, we're trying to use our voices and our stories to say, hey, wait. We don't want we don't want more gun control. We want to be able to we want to be able to protect ourselves and protect yeah. our families. Right. Well, okay, and so here's I think that's so important mm -hmm. because here this is the argument that we're always hearing. Well, we just we need to ban AR-15s, and we need to now Biden's trying to ban you know the most common handgun caliber or the yeah, most common caliber out yeah. there with the nine millimeter, which is going to translate to handguns too. So now you want to ban handguns, you want to ban. AR-15. It has nothing but to do with safety. But they keep saying, yeah, they no. keep saying, you know, we, we don't want to take away your gun rights. Defend right, yourself. Right, we right. need to ban these things. So here's here's what I always tell people. You have estimated between three and 500 million guns in America. I mean, like, we don't, we don't even know how right. many guns we have out there, mm -hmm. right? If you were tomorrow to enact all of this legislation and ban firearms, you are doing nothing. Criminals are not going to turn their guns in. No, most, most two-way people are not going to turn their guns in. So therefore, you still have guns out Com on the street, right? Com communists have the long game. They have the long game in mind. So all they need to do is enact it now. And maybe it takes 100 years. But in 100 years, you're going to have all of the guns. You're going to just keep going through every, uh, every generation and whittling down the number of patriots that you yeah. have that mm -hmm. are willing to keep them. Or But this is not a paranoid stance. This is looking at history and looking at countries that did this exact same thing. This is not us saying, 
we just think this is going to happen. Oh, yeah. The conspiracy theorists over the past couple of years are like 13 to zero. <laughs> yeah. We are, well, like, we are they, crushing they it. They are saying we're not going to repeal or we're not going to take away your Second Amendment right. But what they're doing is instead of actually taking it away, they're taking all the pieces of they course. want to take all the pieces uh -huh. of it away. So basically, at the end, you don't have a Second Amendment right because they have banned and right. controlled and legislated every little yes. piece of that to allow you to have a Second Amendment right. Well, well and the, the sad part about it, like I said yesterday, I watched a, a lot a lot of it. Not a lot of it. It was probably seven. I don't know how long it went, seven hours or more. But I watched several hours of it. And, um, I mean, there were legislators from the Democratic side that would just say Republicans are complicit this is this is on your hands. Yep, you aren't doing hands. you yep. aren't doing what I want you to. So you are responsible for dead people. Yeah. And and they brought up the NRA. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm an NRA member. I haven't done anything wrong. We haven't done anything wrong. Um, we're here, we, we're here with actual solutions whenever you want to start talking, but they don't, they're, they don't want to talk. They right. want to use it as, you know, political theater, grandstanding. It's, 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 moving, yeah. it's moving into that same, that, that Trump culture of if you wore a red hat or you showed any type of conservative yeah, value while Trump was in office, you were vile you are disgusting person Racist, you are homophobic yes. you are hated they wanted to they wanted to cancel you so now if you are a gun owner they it doesn't they're you're a white to, supremacist yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So there were, there's probably about like five or six gun control measures, um, myths, whatever that are being talked about, circulated throughout, um, every shooting and it's just being gone. So let's like start breaking sure. down like each one of those and kind of talking to them a little bit. So we'll, shall we start yeah. with like one of the, the first ones? Yeah. The background checks? I mean, I think, yeah, the background checks is definitely something we hear all the time. Yeah. Like, Oh, if there were just stricter background checks right um first off can you explain what a universal background check is because we hear this all the time as if there aren't already background right checks. i guess that's one you know, thing to to note is there are already let's st let's federal, start there yes are there start. background checks currently happening there are background checks currently happening for everybody who buys through an ffl you cannot you cannot sell and an ffl is a federal federal firearms license e okay so if you go um, to a gun store yes i can't just Walk in, no, pick up a gun, and call, buy it, and go. And you can't call somebody. No, no. You can't call somebody. <laughs> it has to go through the And FFL. I can't just go buy one online. online. No, no, not online. It has to go. You have to go through a uh, fill out of 4473, which is your background check. And, and keep in mind that that is a background check. That is not forward thinking because just the Tulsa guy, uh, what's going to come out of it is that he bought his an AR-15 that day. Same with the Uvalde. Same with the Uvalde kid. He passed two background right. checks so but how many things did how many red flags did he send over the course of his short life that he was in trouble sure and that nobody and and now they want to you know create another law that they're not going to hold people accountable for because the you know the laws that are on the books right now straw purchasers we don't prosecute straw purchasers we identify them law enforcement arrests them and these these liberal policies and what and then, and then what is a straw purchaser? A straw purchaser, purchaser is if you are a prohibited person and I go in and buy a, you a gun, I I fill out my background check and I intend to buy it for you. Uh, that is a straw purchaser. But we do not prosecute. I, it's like in the single digits of percentage wise of, of the number of people well, arrested for straw purchasing. Well, also wouldn't stop a private a, a private sale to. I mean, like there are no background checks required. Um, I don't know if it's if it's every single state, but like in Texas, we don't require 
If I'm going to sell you a gun, I don't have to do a background check on no, you for private person No, but you can't person sell to, to a prohibitive person. So if you don't know somebody... But if somebody, you don't ask, don't tell, I'm sure criminals are still getting their yes. guns oh, this way. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the, so, so the... The FFL will run a background check on you, and the background check is only checking to see if you have any prior felonies, things like that. It's mm -hmm. not really looking at felons are prohibited, right. domestic violence. Okay, so mental, anything that's been reported, stuff. or there's been some type of police report filed on that person, is what the background check is going to come back and tell you. Right. But okay. what's what's the word universal? Like breakdown universal? Because well, as of right now, it is it only checking your state? Or is it no. checking a, a universal yeah. means that they want to make make sure that we can't sell guns to each other. The, the 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 conspiracy theory part is that they want to know where all the guns are. Sure. That if you if you have to do a background check, then they they know who has it, and they can start putting the pieces of the puzzle for a registry together. Sure, it would be a registry. That's the only yeah. way that you can enforce a universal background check. But I am so sure that you know criminals that are going in the parking lot selling <laughs> guns to guns out of their trunk are really going to ask their you know their. Did you bro, do my background check? I need to do a quick background check on you. Yeah. Like, so you, you can see. So for those of you who are faced with this argument constantly. Okay, so here's what you do. You say universal background check, I oppose, because it creates a registry. Registries are federally illegal already. Can't have a, fe a registry with a gun through our court system. So, um, but also that uh, registries lead to confiscation. So it is a long game that we're trying to stop. Uh, that the universal background checks, I oppose them because it creates a registry and registries lead to confiscation. And the confiscation comes from the fact of these types of... Um, Look at Canada. He just did it this week. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, gun control measures where they're like, we don't, want, we don't want X gun. Let's go to the registry, see who has that, come back yeah. and, and confiscate And what, go door to door? They're oh, literally yeah. going door to door. There's enough law enforcement officers to go door to door and take people's they'll guns. Make, they'll make their, they'll make law, they'll yeah. make the people that they need to do, to do that. And what if you lost your guns? Uh, right now, I, that's a, that's, that might work, but the next generation just, yeah, like has bought what, into it. And, yeah. yeah. What yeah. happens when they come knocking on your door asking for your AR-15? You're like, I don't have it. As well, a, after the registry, you won't be able to do that. It's only the people that would be grandfathered in, uh, okay. you know. So, I mean, the hundreds of millions of ARs yeah. are already, yeah. already there, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's a good one, but you brought up a good point because you brought up with the Uvalde shooter in particular, okay, he pa he passed background checks. Yep. Mm -hmm. So expanding background so checks would not, have, would not have stopped Tulsa, would not have actually stopped Uvalde. But you said there were a lot of red flags. Okay, so now the people that want to go to the next level and say, we okay, well then laws. now we need yeah, a red flag red law flag because law, maybe extreme, that red flag law would have helped. Protective orders are the same. Yeah, so let's let's break that down because we hear this red we hear red flag laws, we hear extreme risk laws, and naturally everyone's like, that's a great idea. Let's let's yeah, let's take keep their the guns. guns away from people who shouldn't sure, have them. Sure, sure, but sure. Who is going to? Okay, here's why I oppose uh, red flag laws. We already have things in place. If you have a crisis, if you are in crisis and you are a threat to yourselves or others, law enforcement already has a means to evaluate you and hold you for 72 hours. You, I don't need to go in and take one means of hurting yourself or somebody else. I, it, it's ineffective. It's ineffective um, and, and it's redundant, you know? Why? And can I call law enforcement to say, hey, Amy is... Totally manipulate, manipulative. You can manipulate that law to hurt your, uh, you know, an ex... Sure. A, a neighbor you don't sure. like? Yeah. 
things like that. So yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, look it's at what unnecessary was, and it's dangerous. Look at what was so so. We're again forward thinking, understanding where the you know on the surface over here emotionally that sounds like a good argument mm -hmm. well yes let's put something on the books that you know prohibits mentally ill people from getting their hands on firearms second amendment community is over here saying no we we need to tell you forward thinking why this could snowball into a very dangerous potentially harmful thing for law-abiding gun owners and i think we saw it during the 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 i mean like Neighbors were turning on each other. Yeah. Calling people extremists just for wearing a red white hat. Supremacist. I mean, yes. A white supremacist. So if you could just call that in all of a sudden, what is keeping me from just calling my neighbor in on a red flag law, having your gun confiscated without any due process of law? Because that's that's the thing too, is like with red flag laws, there is no due process of law. Currently, due process of law says, you know, I have to find you guilty before I can take your firearms. Mm -hmm. Red flag laws are sitting here saying, nope, don't even have to go to trial. I'm going to take your Aren't guns. Aren't there some, because I was looking at the Maryland um, red flag laws or ERPO, whatever orders. Mm -hmm. And I believe for Maryland, they do go have to court. court. They have a hearing. They do have a hearing where the judge will deem you unfit or whatever and then at that point when he issues the actual protective order you then have to hand over your your guns but i'm curious like they never said in in their policy or in their law like what is that process or what is that time frame from the time that you call in and say hey amy is crazy and she's gonna hurt herself you need to take her guns to the point of like well we've got to get in front of a judge we've got to because like i can see that as being if there is a real harmful, a truly harmful situation, especially if you're talking about somebody in potentially a domestic violence situation, that time frame right there is, who, we don't know how long that could take. Right. And it's just like, mm -hmm. and again, it's trying to control somebody else's actions right. as opposed to controlling your own. So let's say that you have a friend who's in a domestic violence. She's, you know, the, the ex is out and uh, she's scared to death that she wants a firearm. Go back to universal background checks. You can't, you know, she can't just borrow your gun anymore yeah right because um, you just made her a criminal to you defend you a herself criminal. yeah uh -huh. yeah both right of you. so that's yeah. part of that's partly of just quickly going back to universal background checks to you know just kind of explain to the audience is that part of the universal background checks will also prevent just the i like borrowing yeah borrowing of the gun but does it prevent the we're all going to the shooting range and i want to shoot your gun because now it's not my gun? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how deep that goes is if mm. I can be in possession because like with silencers and things. Yeah, that I know are, with that. Yes. Yeah. If you're, if you're there, then you need like, I know you need like mm. a trust in order to, yeah. to be able to like use someone else's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I just wanted to go back. And All try right. To so back to the handle on the background checks and extreme risk or red flag laws. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's talk about um, safe this. storage. That's what's going to come up next because okay. of, um, well, but die, it's been on the books for, it's been, they're trying to push it for a long time. Why but. do you, you know, why are you trying to stop people from safely storing their firearms? That's a, it's a great idea. Yeah. Well, what do you I say? don't, I don't believe that I should be able to tell you what you should do in your own home. <laughs> If that's the case, I think that you should get up at six o'clock every morning and go work out, go run for 30 minutes. I mean, right. And, and, and if that's because the case, that's, there's a lot of other things healthy. happening in homes. That's mm -hmm. healthy for you. So if we're going to go down that, if we're going to go down that, right. But, but safe storage laws, let me tell you the, the actual thing. There was a, one of our DC project ladies from uh, Connecticut. She was at home one evening 
and uh, a drugged out crazy crazy man broke into her house. She ran upstairs, locked her door in the bedroom. Didn't immediately, she had a gun in the room, but she didn't immediately go to it. She called, she was calling on the phone and he breaks through the door. He gets a hold of her. He's got her down. He's, he's beating her in the face. He's choking her. And she's like, I'm going to die. And my daughter, and, 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 it, and her, her instinct to protect herself didn't kick in until she realized that my, my daughter's going to come home from the movies and she's going to find me or he's going to find her. And then she started fighting like crazy. Wow. Got to her gun, was in the drawer by her bed and pointed it at him. And he laughed and said, what are you going to do, shoot me? And she's like, yes. And that completely diffused. He, he, well, she actually ran out. She, she regressed herself and went to her neighbors. And then he, he got caught. He left, but he got caught hmm. and uh, prosecuted. But, you know, safe storage laws would have, she would have died if that weren't, you know, and that's a, that's a gun save. And one of the things that if anybody wants to talk about, um, and anybody comes to you with that 40,000, you know, we have 40,000 gun deaths every year. I want you to remember this. There are up to 3 million saves annually. Mm -hmm. Guns save lives. Every time, every time somebody comes at you with a gun control idea or argument, always go back to guns save lives up to 3 million times a year. Hmm. So are those numbers, should we not look at both of those numbers and say, hmm, maybe guns are okay. Right. Well, and and the majority of those gun deaths that are, are, are suicide, suicide related, right. another thing that they never talk about, well, how are you going to stop someone from, right. how are you legislate someone from killing well, the three, suicide? The 3 million, you know, guns that saves lives are statistics and stories that we all typically hear or know about because we're in the industry, but that information is not being shared. Oh, yeah, Censored. absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. it's not being shared because how dare they tell people that a gun actually saves someone's lives because mm-hmm. that does not fit. And it's just, those are the stories that we need to keep sharing, to keep telling people like they do actually, they, they are saving lives. Yeah. Yep. And you can save your own life. You are your own first responder. So going back yeah. to safe storage then. So isn't it already required that if you have minors in your house, is it any, there's no rules on the books not or in Texas. within any states that talk some, about some states. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Connecticut, they New have York. safe storage laws because Connecticut passed since that incident. You know, she's like, you, you guys are now making me a criminal or, or restricting. But my also, how are they going to know? Well, I mean, how's they, the government I really going to know, know if you yeah, got your gun right. out of the safe, safely stored storage? Unit? I don't know. <laughs> but if they ever get to that, you know, if it's been on the books and they can, if somebody comes to your door and asks, I don't know, if they have the registry, it's just all, it's a big puzzle. And they are just putting the pieces of the puzzle sure, together. To eventually yeah. get rid of the yeah. Second Amendment without getting rid of it. Yeah. Okay. So then... Um, we already have states that do enforce safe storage laws. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we were. But that's that story is an example of if if she was if that was enforced and she followed that where she lived, she may not be here today. Because as we all know, like it takes what not even a second, just one second. Like any any um, obstacle yes. that you put in your path to access your firearm yeah, is your put life. It in your purse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Body carry even, is not well, as even, good as right. Yeah, and on even, body carry. even with on body carry, yeah. you still have to clear your garment oh, depending on what up, you're wearing. Exactly. I gotta get up my skirt. So those are my all. Girl, those girl are isn't going to be too good today. Right. Those are all half second, one second little delays that then lead you to potentially into the in, into losing potentially losing, losing your life. Right. 
Right. And we want to win. We want yeah. to, we yep. want to, we want everybody to know that they are worth protecting and that they are their own first responder. And I think there's, you know, there's a lot of people seeing that they wish that they could make the wolf go away, but there's a lot of sheep that realize that a, I either need the sheep dog or I need yeah. to, you know, so I've got, I've got one that I struggle with personally. What's um, that? the, well, let's just raise the, the, all all gun purchases to 21. Okay. I mean, so here's my, here's my question. And you know, this is not going to be popular and just like hear me out on, on this. Cause I am a two way advocate, obviously. And I also know that this won't stop anything, but I'm like, you know what? Do 18 year olds really need to go buy AR 15s? Like, yes. I mean, like I, I, I think they should be able to, cause not every 18 year old out there is, you know, well, there are harming s- people, but like if their brains aren't fully developed, if they're not like mentally stable, well, then they shouldn't be able to get married. They shouldn't be adults. They shouldn't be adults until they're 21. They shouldn't, shouldn't be able be, to go into the army. They shouldn't be drafted. Right. right. If they're right. Yeah. Just have the same energy. Yeah. I mean, when if you don't want to say, if you don't want to, if you want to keep these kids until they're 26, yeah. I mean, people are still going to make stupid decisions yeah. and, and, and be criminals. So it does, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't help. It's disingenuous to offer this, uh, these, these six bills as yeah. a solution when they do nothing. But are you all, don't you also think like giving an inch on that? Because like, maybe we could put that law on the book. Fine. Is that giving? That's giving. That's giving an inch. That's that. And I, we've given a lot of inches. Right. We've given, we've given a lot of inches. We all know that at the end of the day, you know, what I love for that to happen, look, fine. You can't buy an AR 15 until you're 21 years old. If that law got put on the books and that was it. And that solved all the problems. Well, that's where. Great. That would, you know what? Then we win. Yay. You know, <laughs> like no more gun problems out there. But that it, would be fantastic. But the reality is we know that that's not going to happen. And so while well, right. I would say, fine, yeah, let's do it. If it were actually going to stop what? every ma- every school shooting. But not every school shooter uses an AR-15. No, and so what They're is the... Not everyone are 18 to 21. Right. right. And so what is the, I guess, the... So where do you stop? I don't think I think we should make the right murder word. illegal. I think we should make murder <laughs> illegal. I don't think you should kill... Right. People. But what what would be the benefit of raising the age to 21? Is there any benefit? No, Th- they just see 18-year-olds shoot yes. kids with an AR-15 and they instantly go to, well, well if he would have been 21, raising, that, raising that the one age school to 21 shooting would have stopped. doesn't actually stop anything. It's like going right. to the doctor yeah. with a broken leg and him putting a Band-Aid on it and saying, here you go. Yeah. yeah. You have a broken leg. Yeah, but this, still broken. Yeah. yeah, your leg's still broken. Okay. Well, again, it's like, Fine. I, I would be okay with, with that if it actually would do so. I mean, yeah. like, okay. Oh, we if, would if, all, if, if we, we could would all give, be okay yeah, yeah. with an, a, a solution that would actually would do something. Would actually do something, like, you I know, would say. protecting our schools and making them harder right. targets. We're all about that. We're yeah. all about real solutions um, that, that are obvious. And, you know, going to gun control, we have evidence, evidence-based um, data uh, Detroit, Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, mm-hmm. all of these places have gun control. Yeah. They're gun control utopias. Well, but die. Here's the thing. You and I both know this because these aren't federal laws that go across yes, the country. But they I can just go to a state with lax gun laws. My and position, it's their problem. My position is that the people with 
violence and, and crime should adopt the laws of the cities and states that don't have right. violence That's and crime. Yeah. And those are not, those are gun free, not for gun free zones. Right, right. right. So then, okay, so we were talking about raising the age to 21 mm -hmm. and how. For like, law, what, for AR 15 because people might not realize that it's already 21 for handguns. Okay. So, so then going into, I think one of our other, our one of our other, which I think is a problem. Yeah. Is it federally I, 21 I or is it state by state? I don't know. I don't know Need the to answer to that because yeah. I'm 52, but, um, the, uh, we have, you know, all these girls that are, are very capable within the shooting sports and training. And it's like, you're going to say they can't carry a firearm till they're 21. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. yeah, they're already let's out of just college. Go, like, let's just go back you know, and repeal the that. Society, whomever says that 18, you're considered an adult. Mm -hmm. So why are you going to tell them at 20? Yeah, you're going and living on your own. You're right. going off to you're college. Babies. Yeah, right. some of them are having babies. Right, oh, and they can't even protect yeah. their. No. They can't protect right. their kids so until they turn 21. If you if they if you can't own an AR till you're 21 going to one of these other talking points and then I think one of the next rational questions that people are asking is like well why do you even need to own an AR-15 right. like let's prohibit assault weapons like right. what is the response to that uh, and you also said something very interesting did you catch she said assault weapons because they're changing the verbiage it's not just assault rifles which we it's all know they're not actually now. assault rifles now it's assault Mm -hmm. Weapons, which they categorize as any semi-automatic yes. weapon, which could be a shotgun, yep. which could be a handgun. So, well, sneaky. Um, that yes. one, that sneaky. one's, it's, yeah, it's very sneaky and it's very calculated and organized. Sure. And I re respect their efforts. Uh, I just don't appreciate them. So um, when it comes to uh, the, somebody saying, uh, why does anybody need an AR-15? That's a really hard one to, to boil down. It's the most, it's America's most popular rifle because, it, you know, it's the most um, uh, customizable and easy to shoot. Um, that's, if you need a 10, 10 second or less bite, that's, that's why. Um, but there's just so many, you know, it's so difficult to, like, show people the slippery slope. Yeah. And that every firearm ha is lethal capability. Yeah, of and course. And that less than, you know, rifles account for less than, like, 300 deaths per, per year, right. according to the FBI statistics. So it's like, why are you hyper focused on an, on a on a on a firearm because you're told to because you're the yes. media you're being manipulated. You're into, told that that one that, is scary. That's the one that we need to ban. And and I'm like, and and it's just an education. Education, not legislation, is the key to safety. It's just some people don't want to be educated. They want to be outraged. They want to feel like they're doing something without going deep to mm -hmm. figuring out if sure. what they're doing is actually effective. Yeah. Yeah, I think you said something really important. It's, it is very hard to show the slippery slope yeah. because that is a very analytical, data-driven longer conversation, conversation that right now when we're in the height of the emotion Oceans. that just happened with Uvalde and we're still all trying to process like why in the world does this keep happening in our country mm -hmm. and we're all sick of it. Because we don't spank kids anymore. Do you, oh, right. I mean, that that's a whole other, it's like, Okay, so like now we got to talk about culture. This is mm -hmm. a that's a, the long conversation. Yeah. It's like really 
undoing everything that we have put into place into forward motion that is dig- like since breaking like 1969 down our when we took God out of our schools. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like like they. It's I'm telling you, it's the long game. I haven't I didn't see it for a long time, but you know, commun- communists. You hear about communists being around the MacArthur uh-huh. age and stuff like that, um, but they have they have uh, under the radar. Uh, assaulted our country and um, have been very effective by taking our schools and our children and, and planting seeds that hate hate America and create chaos. And uh, and then we're going to, at some point, ask, you're going to disarm us, and at some point you're going to say, hey, you know, Daddy, take care of me. Right, which... Which how can say, I'll any, be glad to. How right. anybody can then believe that, you know, the same people that are like, oh, government, take all of our guns. And, oh, government, we're going to put our hope and our faith and our trust in you. To oh, protect government, us. we are don't think s- you should have guns. Are the same right. ones that are like defund the police. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm like, and OK, you're the so you, like, is, is Biden going to come protect you at your like at what level do you want the government's protection and the intervention? Because you are the same person that is screaming, well, our cops are bad. And they're corrupt. Right. Let's so defund when them. When they're no longer there, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I don't understand. And what, then America. And then the chaos ensues. And then uh, you know, I think I think my conspiracy theory hat is that the blue hats. You know, we we undermine law enforcement. We create chaos. We disarm. It's the playbook. We it disarm. is the communist manifesto. I mean, like it's literally then, laid out. And then they can come in with the blue hats. The uh, UN and and they can be our our police and our saviors, and no. uh, then we're then we're living yeah. by their rules. But so I don't want anyone to save me. I don't want no. to rely on anyone else. If I'm in a situation with my children, I do not want to wait seven minutes and ask the criminal to just like hang out and hold yeah. on until the cops get here to show up and and come save me. I want to protect myself. I want to protect my children. That's the story that we need all women to tell is that everybody, anybody who's like-minded, I would love for them to go to dcproject.info and join. It's free to join, but you just get plugged into our state levels and, and using your voice and, and plugging in to, to be a counter visual and a counter voice to mom's demand action. So going oh, back, yeah. yeah, going, yes. Yeah. hundred, but going back to what you were saying about you, I know that you're just throwing out a general number regarding like waiting seven minutes for the police to come. Right. But going back to your um, law enforcement days, Di, just in general, like what is for people to really understand, like what is the typical response time for They're police? In, in a city that has a lot of police and it's real compact, it's three to five minutes. We well, we just talked about it with the Tulsa shooting. Yep. It was four minutes. And, and by the time, 30, 39 seconds after the first officer arrived, it was all over. Yeah. 39. That whole thing took yep. 39 seconds. Well, the whole thing took four minutes and 39 seconds. But the savior was only there for 39 seconds and there was no and way for him to actually was, get to where. Right. And that's the thing. Like, we can't breaks, wait that yeah. long. We can, it, no. You can see right there. You cannot depend and wait for that. You are your own first responder. Yes. But do you think people just have a hard time even wrapping their brain around the fact that that's the reality that we all live in. I mean, like, do you think it's, it comes down to people just not wanting to face that? Like, that's why they just really don't think about it. They don't, they want to push it aside. I live in a safe, I live in a safe neighborhood. I live in a safe they world. They shouldn't, you shouldn't have been there. The whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, you know, you, you try to have a debate yeah. with somebody about that that oh, thinks yeah, he's a murderer too. and, you know, they say he shouldn't have been there. And I'm like, where well, should he have been? What about all the other yeah, Antifa and whoever else was there. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? How shouldn't? come they were allowed there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he but shouldn't have been there. It's disgusting to think that you're you, 
So, and then I just saw a video this morning of, uh, of like a subway train and some crazy guy comes in and he, he sits down, you can see everybody kind of moving. And yeah. it was like, it was probably, probably a 30 year old man. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman at first had kind of a real short white top on and a hood. And uh, he sits down, and the girl that he sat down next to, he takes oh, her Oh, I saw hair, this video. And she's terrified, and she's, like, she's lipping to everybody. Yes. There's, like, 20 people on no the thing. Doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah, she's, like, she's, she's, like, she's like, help me. Help yeah. me. Bystander syndrome. Like, what, so what happened? Did it uh, escalate from he, there? No, he, uh, they separated somehow. Like, he just kind of, like, let her go. Yeah, threw her. He kind of yeah. threw her. He picked her up and threw her. But like he, he could have easily. Her he no rhyme, no reason. Like. Just but crazy. Evil we have people. it on video. Nobody wanted to help her, but we have it on video. It's disgusting. And that's another thing that the Kyle Rodenhouse is like. Anybody who wants to tell me that he shouldn't have been there, I'm like, why wasn't more men there? Mm -hmm. Why why does it take a six, 17, 18 year old kid defending property to, and, to yeah. defend a city to go out and help his citizens mm -hmm. that I'm just like we have to rise up mm -hmm. and we have to, we have to withstand the names that they're going to call us. They're going to call us white supremacists. They're going to call us racist. They're going to, but, but gun control, let's go there. Racist. Yeah. Cause otherwise it's you're total you're racist. A child, you're a child killer. I mean, that's the, that, that's what I get that I'm responsible for, yeah. for killing children and I'm okay with killing children. And I'm like, that well, is like the farthest thing from the truth. Well, they should, they should look in the mirror because their policies are the ones that are creating these uh, instances and these events. Um, but gun control is racist. I don't know if you guys follow Maj Dure. Yeah, yeah, he's do. doing yep. a fantastic yep. job of taking the second amendment yep. back to, uh, back Philly. to the urban yep. and yeah. And got the solutionary center in Philly and he's Love what he's doing. Black yep. guns matter. Black guns matter is definitely we someone Maj to follow. On our show. Yeah, we talk Maj on, on the yeah, show. I mean, yeah. He talks about how, you know, all gun control is racist. Yep. You, it comes back to, um, then they didn't want, uh, the blacks, the freed blacks to mm -hmm. have guns. So, um, yeah, so if you're a liberal and you're the one that's racist, if you want gun control, because <laughs> yeah. you know in all you, these mass shootings, it's what? like um, uh, people you know talk on on thread, and, and I had somebody say something about it. if a black man went in and shot up a white something something, we'd have gun control the next day, and I was like, holy cow! And then here we go, black man is a black man in Tulsa that went in and shot up all the white people, and I'm still sitting here saying, a the second amendment is for everyone, including, right. including black people. And you are your own first responder. So you need fire. You need to be able to protect yourself. Yeah. It doesn't change. Yep. We're not racist. Yeah. No, no. We, it applies to everybody. Mm -hmm. and, and that's like, I say this all the time with the second amendment. It's, it sh should be the most apolitical issue out of the entire, right. I mean, the constitution is apolitical should be it's well, you should human have, rights yeah. and you, it's our God given rights. You should have heard the markup yesterday because these people who have sworn upon the constitution are totally okay with dismantling it. And the Republicans, you need to know who the Republicans are, are on that committee that were battling it out. Um, Jim Jordan, Thomas Massey, um, Matt Gates. Uh, they were they were doing a fantastic Is Cruz job. on that committee. No, no, okay. that's in the house. He's in the Senate. That's in the oh, house. Oh, this is in the house. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and, and, and the the whole thought from you know the whole thought is that this is going to pass the house because they have the numbers. Mm -hmm. This this bill will pass and then it will die in the Senate. I hope. But you know, it's just like we have to well, look. Isn't this crazy? And this is my conspiracy theory hat coming yeah. on here. But I mean. It's just interesting how these get so much attention during election years, oh. always, because they, they, again, want to put, you know, if this dies in the Senate, if all these bills die in the Senate, 
then they can blame the Republicans and Absolutely. say, like, you... But we're going to just have to stand stand strong in the storm of, of the name-calling mm-hmm. and just keep keep pushing our message forward. So here's what I want to give your... Here's what I want to give your audience. The congressional switchboard is 202-224-3121. 202-224-3121. What in that? the world is the congressional yeah, what, switchboard? Dial? We just gave you, you just gave this phone number. What can we do at this phone number? This phone number, anybody can call and you can say, I am from um, whatever district. And well, you don't even have to know your district. You can say your name. They can help you get to the right people. And then you can call in and say, Hey, here, you're talking about this uh, gun control bill. I don't, I don't support this. Please don't support this. How anybody can do that. Does it actually work? Not doing it is totally ineffective. Okay. I don't know. I so don't you know. Call, okay, so we call this number. They route you to your congressman or somebody. You'll get in your, to their office. To their office, and you're like, hey, you know what? This bill's. You guys are talking about this bill. I, I don't agree with it. I'm a constituent. Yeah, X, Y, Z. And then what do they do with that information? I don't know. I'm sure other different offices <coughs> do sure. different things. Okay. Uh, somebody that uh, is anti-gun, they may throw your name in. I don't know. I don't sure. know if they're. It's, if, it's so. So it's really, you know. But I know that if we don't start stirring the pot and speaking up that they yeah, don't and they that's don't what know. it's about it's really making that phone call to them so they can hear that there are a lot of people who are just in disagreement versus right. remaining silent right. on well because the anti-gun side is very loud very they loud, get yeah. all the attention they get all the media airtime yes. they have all everybody the in their back pocket from hollywood to the music industry to influencers so they're very vocal Social they're media. very loud yeah. but there are again how many millions of gun owners in America. And if we all spoke up and we all got educated on the facts and we all took the time to be as vocal as the opposing side is. I'm glad you said that because we do have a big choir, but our choir is only humming to our song. We need to know the words. And that's why this episode is so important is because um, we're teaching people why we oppose universal background checks. Because there's probably a lot of gun owners that think that they don't go into the deep dive. They don't understand where this is going. They don't see the slippery slope either. So we really can do a lot to you guys are doing a lot to educate our choir and teach them the words to the song. Well, we yeah. hope that this message gets out. This is one thing being at YWLS that we wanted to focus on mm-hmm. because we knew that these younger women, I mean, they're anywhere from, you met a 15 year old yeah, yesterday, yesterday yeah. you know, yeah. 15 yesterday. to 25 years old, predominant ages that are, that are here. And while all of them would align and say, yes, we are conservative, which is typically. And we support the second we amendment. We support the second amendment. We want to make sure but, they understand how to do that and what that truly means. Right, right, right. And so, you know, that's that's one of our goals. And so I hope everybody checks out this episode. I hope they, yeah. where can they follow you yeah. and find you? Well, first you? real quick, can we talk real quick, um, Di, talk about the DC Project, tell people yeah. how they can get involved, what the purpose of it is, make sure. I want everyone to understand what you're doing with that so they can help continue sure. your mission and the mission of our second amendment. Uh, dcproject.info is our website. You can find out about us there. You can see some stories and some great videos we've put out. Um, and then you can sign up or join um, and, and even support. And, and I, I really would like to meet Elon Musk. <laughs> so I, if anyone's listening, so if anybody's listening that knows Elon, that go ahead and hook, hook me up, up because what we're up against is a Bloomberg funded um, 
moms demand mm-hmm. action. Students demand yeah. action. They're very well organized. They're well, very yep. well funded. When is Bloomberg's money going to run out? I thought I he only donated know. like $8 million. And he sure no. is dragging us on for a long time. Elections. So that's what we're up against. And we're really, we're, our group, I didn't start it to be a counter visual and counter voice to moms demand action. But it was like, you know, just through the course of our existence since 2016, I recognized that, um, okay, nobody's really pushing back against these women that we see in Washington, D.C. And when I testified in 2019, we knew that they would be in the gallery. So we wanted to create our own visual. And we had, we had that teal shirt that says yep. educate, not legislate. Yep. And uh, with, the, with the AR-15s on it. And that, that worked out perfectly. Have you so ever that- met Shannon Watts? I have met Shannon. How did that go? How was that conversation? Uh, She asked me one thing of where I stood on universal background checks. And I said, I don't support them. And because I said, Hey, my my name is Diana. And, um, um, I think we probably have more things in common than not. And, uh, that's what she asked me. She said, do you uh, support universal background checks? I said, no. And she's like, we don't have anything to talk about. See, like, yeah. so they don't end of conversation. Right. Like, that's, that's not that's even exactly the, how it goes. in conversation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's, anyway, that's what we're trying to do is, uh, they are very, they're, I call them Antifa in skirts because they're very much bullies to our legislators. And I'm trying to really get the word out to all of the legislators that are pro 2A, that you have women that will stand behind you, that will stand beside you, mm-hmm. that will, will say that we want to protect and, and then just tell them to, to thanks for coming in. But we, so what's the biggest need? Is it, is it, do you guys, is it raise money? Is it a 501c3? We need to raise awareness. We need everybody to go follow us on social media, you know, um, until they pull our platforms. Sure. <laughs> and then, but join, be sure to go to the website and join. So we need membership. you to join. Yeah. Yep. Membership is free, but okay. it just plugs you into our state directors. Okay. And uh, we're just trying to build an army of women uh, that we can deploy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and go sa- join. And, and Go safeguard, join, support. Yeah. safeguard the Second Amendment. Well, and then on Instagram, uh, I'm Di, D-I, three gun, the number three gun. And then uh, on Facebook, I'm Diana Muller, three gun. And if anybody has any questions, um, uh, you can reach out to right. me personally or the DC Project. The DC Project has a one page talking point is a download as soon as you get on the on the page um and yeah, it we'll talks sure to, about we'll sure yeah, it's helpful. all yeah. of this stuff yeah. that you know don't talk about cold dead hands constitution <laughs> okay. and stuff like that yeah uh, it, it is that was exactly, effective like in the 70s yeah, right or it whatever is exactly yeah. what you're talking about yeah. in in that time how to talk to people effectively sure. yeah Okay, well, that's wonderful. awesome. Thank you so much, Diane. So, yeah, you know, we, we really are trying to make sure that we are a resource for you. And we know that these these questions regarding gun control and even just, just surrounding the Second Amendment are so important. And I know a lot of you do struggle with how to answer these questions when you're being asked or even just supporting what the... Um, question or legislation might be so please feel free you know send us a dm uh email us at info at not your average gun girls and we will work with die and work with other second amendment advocates to try to get you these answers to to make sure that you can be out there advocating for our second amendment rights and making sure that you can speak to these things um so we can continue to fight the good fight yep. Di, we love having you on thank yes, you so thank much you, this is a great conversation thank you not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.